Me, me, me. Are we on? Oh, yeah, we're on. <laughs> All right, guys, what's going on? Um, we are live here tonight, uh, Thursday, January 20th, um, 2022. And this is Odd Pods with the Odd Broad. And we are going to be talking about the West Memphis Three you guys don't remember i did a podcast several i think two um two seasons ago and regarding the west memphis three um this is actually um update from the case even though the case was considered closed now that the uh, west memphis three were released from prison due to the alford plea this is something that just popped up, and the headline reads, Prosecutor refuses to cooperate with new DNA testing in the West Memphis 3 case, as Damien Echoes, who was one of the accused, says. One of the centerpieces of the West Memphis 3 case says the Arkansas prosecutor is refusing to cooperate with DNA testing that could potentially help solve three murders for good. Uh, if you guys don't remember, the three boys that were murdered were Chris Byers, Michael Moore, and Stevie Branch. Um, they were found in a little lake around the area. Uh, Damien Echoes was one of the three conv- one of the three teens convicted of killing three small boys, who I just named, in the West Memphis, Arkansas, in 1993. Echoes was sentenced to death, while his co-defendants Jesse, Miss Kelly, Jason Baldwin were both sentenced to life in prison. The trio were dubbed the West Memphis Three after a persuasive controversy surrounding the case that spanned across the nation and several countries. The controversy surrounding that is that during that time, there was a thing called the Satanic Panic going around. And everyone was blaming everything on the devil. Uh, metal music, everything. You know, influencing, saying it was a bad influence and on the, causing people to do shit and like that. Um... That was basically, like, one of the most, like, I don't know, bullshit things. Uh, The case later became the subject of numerous documentaries, um, including The Devil's Knot, West Memphis Three, uh, while such celebrities, ah, can't talk right now, (laughs) while celebrities such as the Dixie Chicks, Natalie Maines, and Pearl Jam's Eddie Vedder pushed for the defendant's prison release. Miss Kelly, who has a low IQ, reportedly gave detectives a false confession which helped the jury convict the teens. Miss Kelly later recanted and claimed he was tired and ready to go home and said whatever the detectives wanted him to say. So, because I kind of, I had written this recorded like a few minutes ago, but the damn thing timed out on me, I had to be recorded again. <laughs> um, I'm I want to say it's coercion, kind of. Like, they kind of put words in his mouth so that way he can just say what they wanted him to say. And then, like, you know, there's there's some some tactics that they keep using to make sure they get a credible confession. But when you start putting words in people's mouths and they just want to say what you think they're going to, that, that you want them to say, it's kind of, kind of like coercion, isn't it, Mom? And, uh... I think that's what happens like when they when they, they like a person for the crime and they don't get the confession they want, they start putting words in their mouth to make it, you know, just. Mm-hmm. 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 
weren't you the one that said that it just goes all backwards and then confuse the kid the kids and say yes or no i don't remember i don't know and then they just like fix fixation on the investigation let's just say that there's um like um like okay maybe somebody wears like a blue bandana all the time and like it's the new thing right a whole bunch yeah. of kids wear blue bandanas or they ride skateboards or they all have bikes you know and then they try to put put that in with the like the bike was left did she steal his bike and no i didn't i have my own bike he said well, where's your bike now so some kids stole it oh some kids stole your bike he said so you beat the kid in the head for his bike you know just stuff like that it's just I don't know, so backwards. Yeah. Really backwards in the morning. In uh, 2011, the defendants were released from prison by accepting an Alfred plea. You know what an Alfred plea is, right? You plead guilty. Guilty, yeah. You plead guilty. You plead, you plead guilty to the crime, but you're released, but it's on the record, the record for life. Yeah. Which allowed them to maintain the innocence and get out of prison, but the plea... Didn't clear the convictions that all three men still have the murder charge on the record, despite their release from prison. Now, Echoes says that the Crittenden County prosecutor, Keith Crestman, is rejecting the request for DNA testing. As one of his tweets, Damien Echoes has tweeted a um, story from the local news in Memphis about the prosecutor, a guy named Crestman, is refusing to allow the DNA for the crime scene to be tested. So when you watch or read the, the books or to read or watch the documentaries, you can see from the footage that they shown from the from the crime scene itself and the news reports is that the crime scene itself was heavily contaminated, including the home of uh, one of the boys, because uh, his father, his own father, the boys, his own stepfather was a, was a suspect as well, but the crime scene was heavily contaminated. Not just by the Emmys, the police officers, but they allowed a lot of people to walk through the crime scene like nothing. And that's like, just, yeah, I was like, okay, watching it, and I was paying attention, pay attention to it, you know. And you see a lot of people just going in and out of the crime scene when they're hardly kind of looking for what they're looking for. And then they're saying that there's certain different fibers on clothing that they were that was picked up but never tested. Um, the prosecutor in Arkansas has refused to cooperate with new DNA testing. He says that we want it done and we have to fight. We have to fight for it in court. The news comes after the state allegedly failed to honor the state order for evidence in the case. In December 2021, Echoes' lawyer, Patrick Benka, reviewed the case evidence that was brought, who had, that was thought to have been lost. Uh, the West Memphis Police Department and other officials are being accused of stonewalling the release of the evidence around 18 months and informing Echoes' team that the evidence was lost or destroyed. What do they have to hide? That they failed to actually, in the first trial, to prove that those kids did it. Yeah. That's what it's I think it's the most fearful thing a prosecutor can be accused of is putting someone in jail, which they've done before. That's why you have this group that's um that goes to bat for lifers. Yeah, isn't that called the Innocence Project? Yes. And uh they dig in there because the man keeps on saying, I did not do it, you know, I did not do it and he's got background evidence. He's got evidence he was not even around at that time. 
and when they do and like now before that they didn't have any of that for them and some served a long time before they were found not guilty but what do they get in in return these kids went in as little babies as as what teenagers they come out like what 40 years old they don't have any skills they don't have nothing and everyone just looks at them like yeah you you know you're the killer you did this you're the rapist i mean what does the city give back to them after after one man is determined to just find somebody to blame mm -hmm. and not to go really go look for the yeah. real killer did you ever notice that in the documentary it was like the the juvenile probation officer was the one who had the grudge against Echoes and Miss Kelly. Yeah. Like, he was he like... I didn't like him because uh, he wasn't going to school, so he went to his house a couple times, talked to the mom. The mom says, well, he doesn't listen to me anymore. And then he, they went into his room, and he, they found, like, um, just, like, hard music in there, so they just accumulated, and they just said, oh, well, he's a devil worshiper because he wears all black, his hair is black, he wears makeup. His fingernails are painted black, and um, the people he hangs around with listen to the same thing, so they must be in a cult. Yeah. And they and they sacrifice those little boys. That's what it was. And then, like, the, the thing that really pissed me off was, like, without even a probable cause or anything, they just, like, oh, oh Damien Echoes must have did it right away. Well, the thing was, too, is that the little boy's pants were pulled down, but they found no evidence of any kind of trauma. There was no uh, semen found on the kids. They were just like, um, their pants were pulled down and they were drowned and mm -hmm. choked and drowned. And did they bother to go where the truck driver was? They saw someone from the truck stop right there, which is not too far from where the boys are playing. They saw a man walking over there. They found cigarettes there that the boys didn't smoke. They didn't smoke that, but they smoked weed. So that automatically made them a bad person. And like I said, the prosecutor was just after anybody that would that would he would make uh, make the evidence stick to. They never found no footprints, but they did find um, hair on the little kid's shoe from his dad, his stepfather. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff from the stepfather that was was found on the little boys, like semen, for instance, mm -hmm. on the little boy's tennis shoe. How did that get there? You know, just yeah. things, but they never really accused the stepdad. Even though he was a person of, in, of yeah, interest, but they... The, that was it. They just, they just said that, but then they cut him loose. And they blamed the kids for everything. So, yeah, that's why they went to bat. They said, I'm not going to get accused of something. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stay in jail and be quiet and just take my punishment yeah. for something I didn't do. After 18 months, Echoes was informed that the evidence was likely not available. But after the state court order, Echoes' team was invited to the West Memphis Police Department to review what evidence remained. What they discovered was that a very organized catalog and intact body of evidence and the group working on the case wrote, The group stated that Echoes had submitted the FOIA request over 18 months ago, but the request went unanswered, which is a violation of Arkansas state law. Echoes ultimately filed a lawsuit against the police department. Ten years ago, I had no choice but to take an Alfred plea to get off death row. I needed to fight for my innocence and that of Jason and Jesse outside the prison walls, Echo said. And that's why I sought to test the evidence in the case to exonerate us and lead to, lead to real killer or killers. Once we made inquiries to the West Memphis police to turn over the evidence in the case for advanced testing, we were told that the evidence had disappeared. We did not give up. And, How convenient. Right? 
and hopefully now we can move move ahead and with all due haste to have this DNA tested. Also, in 2021, the West Memphis Police uh, Chief resigned during the same week as the new evidence in the case was released. Officials reportedly said that his resignation had nothing to do with the case. Bullshit. I, I smell bullshit right there. Cressman was not readily available for comment. Check back for updates. So, as this case continues to uh, build up more pressure, I'll keep that updated. But, damn... That's just and that's just insane. You need to like. It just goes to show you, like, you know, there's two chickens just to say, okay, I was wrong, man. You know, I really didn't have no proof, and you know, they, everyone proved me wrong that I, you know, didn't really have the evidence, and I was just gunning for for anybody to take the blame. Yeah. So you'll never hear that on a prosecutor. No, because they're never wrong. Yep. The embarrassment and people are gonna be putting them down. Oh, by the way, the election is coming up, you know, so, yeah. Shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up. Right. Alright, guys, so, um, either later on tonight or tomorrow, I'll be concluding the Epstein case, and we'll start on a new, uh, a new subject. So, stay tuned for later on, guys. Um, this is Odd Broad signing out, and I'll check you guys in a couple hours. Also, um... You want to learn how to make your own podcast? Download the Anchor app today for free. It gives you all the tools uh, to what you need to make a podcast. And you actually can make money from your podcast as well. As it is distributed through all podcast channels like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podbean. So check it out. Download it and see for yourself, guys. All right. Bye.